Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Twiversations. I'm your host, Kari, and everyone knows that Ashley is still on her time off, but today I'm doing an interview. Uh, but before we get into that, please, everyone, please wear a mask. Please, it's Seriously, guys, uh, the pandemic isn't over yet. I know most of country of the countries are buying the vaccine, but please wear a mask, okay? There are still people out there, you know, getting sick because of the pandemic. So please wear a mask. Um, and today we have a special guest. Is a Twilight fan. Please uh, go ahead, introduce yourself to our listeners. Hi, everyone. My name is Jerry Sykes. I am 20 years old and I'm a huge Twilight fan. We all are. <laughs> <laughs> True that. All I did during the pandemic is just re-enter my Twilight phase. That's, That's what everyone's been doing. <laughs> Uh, I see your room decoration is amazing. My parents never let me do that. <laughs> yes, I have the twilight on my door. I have a twilight door. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I have yeah. like a Breaking Dawn poster on inside my closet and that's all I could do. I mean, it's something. I mean, what you guys are doing here with this podcast is more than enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> it means a lot to us. Um, so let's get started. Um, how did you get into the Twilight Tiger? Well, a funny story. I was actually eight years old when Twilight came out. I hadn't read the books. First off, I, you know, watched the movies. And um, my sister, who is older than me, she um, heard of it first, before I did. And so we w went to the cinema and we watched it and I was hooked ever since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> the same thing happened to me. Everyone at school was talking about this movie. So I went with my sister to see it and... I just had to get the books, uh, you know, read everything because yes. I immediately fell in love with Edward. <laughs> I'm I'm a Team Emmett girl myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the first movie. <laughs> well, we, I mean, I have faces like sometimes I I am hooked up on Edward and Carlisle. Than Jasper, yeah. than Emmett, and then I just, you know, complete the full circle. It's just, just, just calling boys badness. <laughs> well, I do have to say, when I read Midnight Sun, all the bromance between Edward and Emmett, I loved that. I know, like seeing the bromance on screen and reading it in the books as well. Oh, Amazing. I love a good bromance. <laughs> Forget the romance, I love the bromance. I loved it. I loved it. Everything. And Emmett is like 100%, you know, supporting Edward. Girl, boy, if you have to kill her, kill her. Just do it. 
<laughs> Just your true love. Um, what does it mean to you? What does it, all of it mean to you? Um, Twilight has helped me through a lot of you know dark things in my life, like I've been through depression, anxiety. Uh, I was diagnosed with Asperger's when I was uh, 14 years old. And just having something to turn to, whether it be reading the books or watching the movies, you know, it always gave me a sense of hope and happiness through the, you know, the dark tunnel that I was going through. Yeah. When I was around 13 or 14 years old, I got into a deep depression. Like, it just couldn't get out of it and uh, yeah I started reading Eclipse and I immediately identified with Bella because in Eclipse Bella is still suffering from depression and PTSD clearly and she doesn't know how to handle that and I immediately saw myself with like like she was my mirror although I can see myself a little in Edward after I read Midnight Sun (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't read it all through one city. I thought I would read everything in one city, and I couldn't. It took me yeah. like ten days to finish the whole thing, and I was shocked to see how big Midnight Sun was. The the book. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised. It was it's like it's bigger than Breaking Dawn, and Breaking Dawn is got so two parts. Yeah. <laughs> And then I saw Midnight Sun, I was like, Jesus, we are in for it, aren't we? Yes. And first chapter, he's like fantasizing about killing her. I'm like, dude, what? Why? Like, when I first saw that the book was like bigger than all the other Twilight, I was like, wow, Edward's got a lot of feelings and thoughts. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's fully, you know, having breakdowns and fantasizing about killing Bella, about killing Mike, mm-hmm. <laughs> fighting I against mean, himself, like... A lot of things for a vampire to go through. <laughs> yeah, we said this before, but, you know, a vampire therapist would make a lot of money. Oh, yeah, definitely. That That would make sense as well for... Vampires have a therapy, you know, like, a therapist. Listening to someone talking about everything they went through, like, oh my god, I can't yeah. imagine like what Edward must be going through right now because he's living through yet another pandemic. Yes, he had to go through the Spanish influenza and now the, you know, coronavirus. Yeah, like, and probably he's freaking out with Renesmee, even though he knows that Renesmee cannot get sick, like. Wear a mask. Don't touch people's things. Don't do this. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like, Edward just like, being super cautious. Like even though Renesmee can't get sick, he'd still be cautious. Even then, he was with Bella. Yeah. <laughs> if Bella was human, he wouldn't think twice about turning her into a vampire. He would do it in a heartbeat. Well, a less heartbeat because obviously vampires don't have, you know. Um, which character do you relate the most to? 
I'm going to have to say Bella. <laughs> because, obviously, when she was a human, uh, she was very clumsy. I'm very clumsy. Yeah, and Yeah, and she fights for what she wants. And I'm kind of fighting for what I want. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Such a badass. I love her. Like, yeah. yeah. She seems she's like... Strong... Yeah. She seems like she's the weakest because she's a human, you know, between vampires and werewolves. And she's, yeah. the, you know, trying to save her life, you know, giving herself to let her vampire boyfriend live. Like, girl, yeah. you're 18 years old. Like, wow. The way that she puts herself in front of Edward, like when they go, you know, when they go to the Bull Terror in New Moon. Like, to, to, to sacrifice herself, you know, like, to put herself on the line like that when there's loads of vampires in the room. <laughs> like, Bella! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You are fragile human, but you are strong human at the same time. It's, you know, I wish I had her courage. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, all I got is, like, her clumsiness because I can't walk through a... <laughs> like... You know, or like there's there's nothing. I'm still gonna manage to trip and fall. Like people say, oh, I can't walk in high heels. I can't walk in normal flat shoes without falling yeah. over. <laughs> you know, like it's I'm hurting a, myself it? all the time. Yes, I'm always bumping into doors and bumping into walls, and yeah. and it's not on I purpose. Sh- <laughs> no, it's not. It. It's actually not. I should be like on a prank show or something, you know, like punked or something. <laughs> I, don't know. I would totally fall for that for everything. Oh uh, yeah, same. <laughs> At the same time, like I really love Bella. Like she, like she's so strong, you know. And yeah. and now I mean I'm 22 and. In our generation, to see like such a role model like this, yeah, like she's a she's a role model for all females everywhere, like and also a fashion icon because my fashion sense was totally modeled after Bella's wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, like forget what people say about Bella. Like, like she's she's so strong. And so badass, and ah, oh, yeah, I do, I do love me some Bella. <laughs> One thing that really annoys me is like everybody knows that Fifty Shades of Grey was a uh, Twilight fan fiction, and yeah. what really annoys me is like everyone is like, oh, but Bella is just like Anna. I think that's the name, Anna, something like that. Anastasia, I think. <laughs> Yeah, so I've I've never read it because like, like I already have Twilight. Why would I read this? Human I got bored after one fish. chapter. Me too. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm I'm going back to Twilight. <laughs> Twilight's mine. Like it owns a special place in my heart. I don't know. Replace that. Vampires that I was missing, but like I was missing something, and like no, not for me. Definitely the supernatural vibe and the sci-fi vibe it was missing. Oh, yeah. Maybe, I do love me some yeah. vampires. 
Yeah, maybe if um, Christian Grey was a vampire, it might have been a bit better. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, really like a Twilight, I don't know, adult version, because... Yeah. <laughs> I remember that everyone got pissed because... Um, and breaking down when they have the honeymoon, uh, it's not described. Nothing is really described. We know what happens, but she doesn't even give it give it any details. So everybody was pissed that. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, go read Fifty Shades if you want. Although, yeah, if I, you want... like, I cannot see Edward doing anything like Christian Grey does. Like. Yeah, I no. think he'd probably be a gentleman. I don't think he'd be into all that. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> little Eddie just, just doing all this stuff? <laughs> like that boy hold on to like this uh, soda cap, you know, he held on to that after yeah. like talking to Bella for like 40 minutes in the cafeteria. He held on to that. Like, he, do you really think he'd be able to do all of that shit that Christian Grey did? I don't, I don't think so, no. Like, can you just imagine him, like, having, like, a, a dark side where he <laughs> explores that nature? In the first book, he's afraid to even kiss her. Like, he thinks he'll kill like, her. He's like, don't move. And then he's in, and then he's moved back towards the wall. <laughs> I'm like, Edward, why? Why not why wait a bit longer? Okay, I think I know the answer to this question, but what is your favorite character? I'm rather, I'm, I have two. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, that's fine, girl. Okay, cool. Uh, Rosalie and Emmett. I knew women would be one of them because, like, there's this Kilowitz poster behind you. Yeah, it. right at the back. And then I've got my uh, photo frame of when I met Kellen as well and my Emmett doll in front of me. Well, you met Kellen, like, oh, I've never met yeah. anyone from the movies, but whoa! I met him. I met him this year in January before everything all got shut down. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I, I cry. Oh, he's so sweet. It, like he gives like the best hugs. You know, oh, like wow. imagine imagine Emmett hugs, but Kellen hugs. Like <laughs> Kellen is just Emmett <laughs> in real life. <laughs> he gives you big bear hugs, and it's like, oh, feel safe. <laughs> I watch sometimes his wife live streams. I. She's so cute. They're so adorable. I also met her as well. Really? <laughs> like, they both knew who I was, though, because they've spoken to me a few times before they met me. And then I was like, you know, I, I told them, oh, I might be coming to, you know, ForeverCon in Florida in January. And they was like, oh, keep us posted. And so when I arrived there, Kellen came straight over to me and he gave me the biggest hug ever. And he was Aww. like, you came? I went, yes! I made it! <laughs> all the way from the UK! That's so free! Literally, all I went to Florida was just to meet Kellen. Wow! It's a good job I have an auntie that lives there, because I don't know where I'd have stayed. That is so amazing! I, I, I nearly cried. 
I did cry actually. <laughs> yep. After I finished watching uh, Breaking Down Part Two, I watched it on premiere, and then after the credits were in, I started to cry. I mean, I started to cry when uh, Carlisle screams, "No!" I'm like, "What?" Uh, my you- heart was in my mouth <laughs> in that scene. I, there was literally n- not a single there was there wasn't a movie where I didn't cry like I cried throughout all of the movies and my sister was like oh, for god's sake Jerry not again <laughs> I'm like I can't help it <laughs> and then when it was the last one oh I was the worst yeah there were people crying but I was sobbing <laughs> Yeah, I was sobbing like completely a hundred percent, and then my sister was looking at me like, "Okay, everything's gonna be okay." <laughs> they had to like, they had to like comfort me because I was like, "No, <laughs> why?" When the battle started, I was like, "Did I read the same book that they did? <laughs> like, is I it know, the same?" Like- I've seen so many people confused about the book and then uh, the actual scene. <laughs> yeah, I was so, like, I think I've read the wrong book <laughs> because yeah. I don't remember I that. So com- I was so confused when I finally watched the movie. I was like, what? I, I wasn't expecting that. That was because my sister got to watch it like beforehand. Um, so she went, oh, there's a twist, by the way, near the end. And I'm like, what? And she went, I can't tell you. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is the twist. <laughs> when everybody was dying, I was like, this is not real. This can't be real. You cannot kill the Cullens. I was really surprised that Carlisle was the first to go. And then I watched an interview with uh, the uh, screenplay uh, writer. She was like, oh, I was just talking to Stephanie before I started writing Breaking Dawn. And we were like, which death would make the public hurt the most? And like, yeah, okay. And you had to go after Carlisle? <laughs> Why? Why not one of the um, Dracula twins? Like, you know, Dracula 1 and 2. I would have rather them go first. <laughs> I didn't really remember their names. I know that one of them was named Stefan, and then yeah. at the same time, because I was watching the Vampire Diaries at the same time, so I couldn't know. Uh, you know, I didn't know who was Stefan and the other vampire because all I kept thinking was like Stefan and Damon, but no, these are the Salvatore brothers. <laughs> and he like, like there was Stefan, think- there's the other one. I think the other one was was he called Vladimir or something? I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, Vladimir, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we got there. <laughs> it's, I, hard I to... imagined... <laughs> it's like it's a while. It's hard. It's hard to remember certain names, especially if they don't have much screen time. <laughs> yeah, like they have. I don't know how many minutes. Like three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there were vampires that it didn't even had a line like, yes, I'm talking to you, Peter and Charlotte. I'm talking to you because you had so many dialogues. We know who you were like from past books and I was hoping to see dialogue. Yeah. I was hoping to see them speak and know more about them. Yes, I was hoping to see some interaction between Dan and Jasper. 
Mm. I didn't get anything. I was like, really? Not even a Are you a kidding hug? me? Not even, <laughs> oh, how are you doing? <laughs> it's been so like, long. Thank since you for, for not letting uh, Maria kill us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, not even, like, how are you? Oh, it's been so long. <laughs> since we saw each other. Uh, one thing that I absolutely love from Breaking Down Part 2 is when the Cullens, you know, go all around the globe, you know, like on a world tour to go after the vampires. And then there's the sequence of Carlisle and Esme doing their, their thing. And then Rosalie and, Gar- and Rosalie and Emmett going after Garrett. And Emmett is completely surprised by the fact that Garrett didn't like the Beatles. <laughs> Even the Beatles? Really, Garrett? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like, yeah, that was, I think that was actually my favorite scene in Breaking Dawn Part 2 as well. Just, I love I that. Just seeing them all come together, you know, and unite as well, and getting the friends from all around the world. And... That was, was nice really great. Like, after I finished reading Breaking Dawn, I was like, there's gotta be a sequel because the Volturi would never let the Collins go. Right? They would. I mean, Arrow even said, "Only to die tomorrow." And I'm like, like you don't mean to tell then, me that they are not gonna go after the Collins at some point. And then when he said at the end, there will be no fight today, and I'm like, you can't just leave it there. The Volturi are not gonna back down like that. <laughs> They're not gonna back down like that. I think, I think what most likely will happen. I don't know. But Stephanie Meyer, hear me out. <laughs> what if the Volturi try that? That thing, you know, create like hybrids. You know, I don't know, like an army, a small army of hybrids, because they don't need like twenty. They need like five tops. And yeah. then, like the Collins hear about this. And, you know, uh, like, something happens to Renesmee. I don't know. The Volturi go after her, you know, just kidnapped her from somewhere. I don't know, because she probably has that emo face and be like, I'm going to travel around the world by myself. And, like, and then she's kidnapped. And then the Collins, you know, unite with Jacob's pack and some of their friends and go after the Volturi. Yeah. Because, like, like, that, that would be... Amazing, like a fight between the Volturi and the Collins. We need more of that. Hybrids. We do. Come on. Come on, Stephanie Mayer. Come on. <laughs> Where is that? Yeah, and Leah is going Give to fit in at some point. Like, I don't know. She's going Leah deserves out. more screen time. Yeah, after I realized that Edward was going to be with Bella, but I was like, okay, now Jacob's going to be with Leah, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what we all. Yeah, that's what we offer. Yeah. And then surprise bitch imprinting. I'm like, what? Imprinting on a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I get that you can't help imprinting, but why couldn't they have made him imprint on Leah or someone closer to his age? Yeah, that's so I mean, like we had an episode, episode three, about the age gaps between the main couples. And once we did the calculation, you know, to see how, you know, what was the age gap between everyone. And then, like, Carlisle and Esme is, like, it's gigantic. It's more than 200 years. 
And then Edward was 109 by the time he met Bella. Like, yeah. Rosalie and Emmett, like, they're close in age. Like, both yeah, of them. Yeah, they were, like, yeah. It's, like, it's, Emmett it's was... not a lot. It's not a lot. Yeah. I know, but it's not a lot. And, like, Jasper and Alice, like, Jasper was was born, like, on the 19th century. And Alice on the 20th century, like, yeah. Does it, does it not apply to vampires that you've got to be, like, I don't know, a certain age to date somebody? Like, I know age is just a number, but they are huge age gaps. Yeah. <laughs> like, between them. Does it and not apply to vampires? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it does because, like, Adder really turned his well, his wife, and she was pretty young when she was turned. And I mean, I know Michael Sheen. You know, he did a great job portraying Adder, but like someone closer in age to mm. the actual canon. That's what yeah. I missed. And let's not go into Marco's age because if we go there, I'm not leaving. Because Marco's <laughs> supposed to be so young and on the movie he's so old. I'm like, how 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 does he look how he, uh, yeah, how how does he look so wrinkled when he's supposed to be a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he really like um just sat down and just feed himself and that's legit. I mean, whatever works. <laughs> whatever is your coping mechanism, dude. You're doing great. Well, you do you. <laughs> what is your least favorite character? Probably gonna get hit for this. <laughs> Girl, go ahead. <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> right there with you. Oh, thank God! <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, do, I don't know. It just the way he tripped Bella and just uh, it seemed manipulative to me. And yeah, like yeah. really, it was like okay. I have mixed feelings about this because he was the greatest friend one could ask for on human. Like really supportive of his friend. And then in the eclipse, he's a total jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I, really, you know, they could have been great friends. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Someone is celebrating their birthdays and they're saying happy birthday, like, whatever. And, like, what really pisses me off is that he guilt tripped Bella into kissing him, like, Really that pisses me off. <laughs> pisses me off so much because Edward like wait for her to say the word, the word, and and she basically got get forced to say it. Yeah, and like Edward's like, if you have to wait for her to ask you, just let her ask you, and then then he's like, oh, kiss me! Like he literally guilt tripped her into and he kissing doesn't... him. And he doesn't waste his time, but he quickly runs back over to her, doesn't he? Yeah, that pisses me off. I know, I know we have some uh, Team Jacobs listening. Sorry, you know Team do, Jacob fans. But you do have to recognize the fact that he literally guilt tripped Bella into kissing him. 
and he kissed her against her will, like. That's why she punched his face and broke her hand. I mean, you know, I would do the same. I would have punched his face yeah. if he kissed me like that. I would have kicked him where it hurt. <laughs> Just say. <Okay>. But <laughs> so, like, wouldn't she break her knees or something? I don't know. I wouldn't care. I'd, I'd just kick him where it hurts. Apparently, I don't know. Apparently, it, it's more sensitive down there. So, <laughs> well, um, if we go into that direction, like in the Midnight Sun, Edward does say that the Kelly tribe actually broke the treaty first because Jacob told Bella about the legends, and he wasn't supposed to do that. So, Edward could have, you know go into the tribe, you know, talk to Jake, not talk, he would have, he would have, you know, I don't know. Was it the Edward way? <laughs> he would have break, break Jacob's neck, or, yeah. I don't know, uh, break his jaw, break his shoulder. Something. Yeah, I love that scene in Breaking Dawn when I mean, it is a deleted scene, but they're just like, what are you going to do about the wolves? And then Edward just stops and, like, realizes that what Jacob did. And I'm nobody sorry. is understanding a thing, but nobody stops Edward from uh, pulling Jacob's arm. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's right. Like, his daughter is, like, a few minutes old. And the guy just, you know, oh, I'm going to look at her and we're imprinting mm-hmm. right now. First of all, he went into the living room to heal the baby. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and Carlisle wouldn't let him do this. You know, okay, Emmett was out with Carlisle and Asma doing God knows what. And <laughs> Jasper and Alice, I don't know what Jasper was. Jasper was MIA at that point. But she probably yeah. would have screamed for Jasper to come and Alice as well. Be like, come here. Jacob's trying to kill me and the baby. Oh, yeah. Because nobody like- would have touched that Renesmith until, like, Carlyle was sure that, oh, no threat. That's okay. She's fine. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Like, also, can we talk about how since Jasper was MIA, where the heck did he come from? Like he just appeared out of nowhere when they, when they start fighting the wolves. You know, I think he was trying not to breathe because of the um because of the blood. Yeah, I think he had to like go really far away. Yeah, and then like I know he's so sink to Alice that he probably you know failed her or something. Came running straight, you know, to save Alice from the wolves, you know, because it is stated that he only stayed with the Collins because Alice did. Because if Alice wanted to leave, he would have gone with her. Hands down, he would have done. <sighs> Although Jasper fought in the, you know, for the South and the Civil War. I did read a, a post last night. I think it was by is the Florence, and it was like Jasper ran. A, I hate Jasper with lock page. 
<laughs> like, uh, you know, breaking the Jasper Whitlock status, you know, that would have been great. <laughs> Because, Definitely. I mean, I know we like to, you know, we like to think that the Collins are pretty uh, awakened, you know, to everything that's going on in the 21st century and they probably are yeah. because they had to keep up you know with everything but it's i don't think some of them yeah i don't think some of them are are as you know awake with everything as we think they are yeah no yeah i mean i would have loved you know stephanie meyer hear me out what if rena smith fell in love with a girl Yes. I see it. I love to see it. Because one of the problems that I see right now as a 22-year-old is that Twilight doesn't really have that much representativity. Like, there's not, like, representation. Like, there's almost none. You know, we yeah. have, like, a black vampire and, like, oh, that's all. Yeah. Like, as a part of the LGBTQ plus community, I totally agree with what you're saying it should have been more diverse i really wanted to see that i wanted to mm. see that on the movies or yeah. i mean on the books but i don't know i don't think stephanie may would have written that because we all know about her um <sighs> leaves unfortunately yeah unfortunately so if she doesn't want to write it we can we have to stick to phantom which sometimes at least Better. At least we have fan fiction. Oh god, girl, don't get me started because I started <laughs> writing. I mean, I started reading fan fiction uh, when I was 11, and I'm 22. So yeah, I've been reading fan fiction for 11 years now. Yeah, I, I've been fiction. I love that. Yeah, I've been reading fan fiction for a long time, and I'm now 20. I've been like reading it for. A quite sometimes since I was I don't know old enough <laughs> also read a fan fiction that you know Emmett was so pissed off at Edward because of what he did and New Moon and when they came back he like you know <laughs> gave Edward this whole speech like you cannot do this to Bella you know she's your girlfriend yeah but she's my sister <laughs> we should we We definitely should have seen more of Bella and uh, Emmett's, you know, bond as siblings. Oh, I've I've seen a fandom once that said that like Emmett graduated in uh, psychology, like he did a fast course and something, and he just started talking to Bella because Bella had no one to talk to about everything that she was witnessing in the vampire world. Too many things for her, and uh, Emmett is like, "Okay, go ahead, tell me what is happening." <laughs> just an Emmett-related Emmett response. Just, a, just typical Emmett, just being there. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. You know, I would have loved to yeah. see this. Hold on. One thing that I really did miss in Breaking Dawn is this. Um, Family dynamic, how would Bella fit into the Collins dynamic as a vampire? Because, mm. I mean, oh, sure, she was at her girlfriend. She was at her place all the time, but, like, not all the time. Now she lives with them. Yeah. I would 
would love to see this family dynamic, how Worldly would have to grow closer to Bella, you know, because now, now Bella is part of the family. And Rose can't get away from that. <laughs> I mean, she would have definitely tried, you know, going to uh, vacations with Emmett. <laughs> Break some houses down. <laughs> 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 now, one thing that I would, you know, I do have to, you know, recognize is because, like, Rosalie is a rape survivor, and she told Emmett everything that happened to her. Like, the amount of trust that they had to build to, yeah. in order to, you know, to, you know, Rosalie to allow herself to be vulnerable with another man again, like, that must have taken a lot. A long time to build that trust up again. Especially with a, a man like the size of Emmett. Yeah, because Emmett's huge. Emmett's yeah. huge. Like, <laughs> like I think yeah. he's a lot stronger than, than her, like because that's his power. He's stronger than a normal vampire. So yeah. like the amount of trust, you know, everything that they had to build, the relationship had to get stronger so they could allow themselves to feel this way again. Yeah. And the way that Emmett treats Rose as well, you know, you, you see things and you, like, hear things and you're like, that, that's amazing how he treats her, like, with the most respect and they just have such a beautiful relationship. Even though uh, Rosalie was a little cold with with uh, Bella, just a little bit. Yeah, even though Emmett liked Bella, he's like, "Gotta be there for my girl." I'm sorry, <laughs> I like yeah. you, Bella, but gotta be there for my girl. <laughs> yeah, I've got to be there for my one wife. Thing that, one thing that I really find funny in, in <laughs> Midnight Sun is like. Edward and Alice has they have this uh, mental talk, you know, they're just talking to each other. And then Emin is like, What is happening? What is going on? Can somebody feel me in, please? <laughs> he doesn't like to be left out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, if you wanted to change something about the saga, what would you change and why? That's a really good question. Um, again, probably Jacob imprinting on Renesmee. Same. I would have. I, I would definitely say mm. that. Yeah. I think this was just a maneuver to keep Jacob in the story. But yeah. Like, he and Bella were really best friends, and their friendships was was really strong as we are told it is, then, I mean, Jacob would have stuck around. He would have helped Bella. Even he without... Have, he wouldn't have tried to manipulate her and make her feel guilty. It, it, really, it really hurts, you know, because Jacob seemed like he could have been a really nice guy. Yeah. If he had and, the chance. Yeah, and then he mm. turns into a complete jackass and eclipse. Yeah. Oh God, I hated that. 
which character do you like to cosplay? And I have a feeling you're gonna say Emmett. <laughs> the thing is, I'm actually new to cosplay, so I haven't started cosplaying Twilight characters just yet. But after Christmas, you've got it right. <laughs> I am going to be cosplaying Emmett. <laughs> No, oh, it's okay. If I if I had the money to cosplay someone, I would probably cosplay uh Bella. But since I'm really short, like I barely stand five feet, I'll probably cosplay Alice, even though yeah. I'm taller than Alice. I mean, you don't have to be the exact height as the characters. I'm just a. I'm just, you know, afraid of the contact lenses because I was told you cannot really see everything with the contact. So I'm like, I cannot even see, like, a face in front of me without my glasses. So I'll probably fall down, you know, straight down the stairs <laughs> with the contact. Don't worry. I'm, I'm actually scared about contacts. I've had to, like, have advice from a few fellow cosplayers who you may know as the Olympic Coven. Oh. <laughs> Some members. I love them. <laughs> Shout out to Some the members. Love you. Um, but yeah, I've had to ask a few members from the Olympic Coven how, you know, how do I uh, put contacts in and how do they feel comfortable? What's the most comfortable, you know, contacts? Because it depends what brand you get. And so I've asked, you know, advice and they've given me the best advice that they can give. So I appreciate that. Oh, I love them. Like we interviewed Alice a few weeks ago. I saw. <laughs> uh, she's so nice, you know. Shout out to Alice from the Olympic Coven. We love you, V. <laughs> we love you. Like, oh my God, I love her. Oh, they're just the um, sweetest. Yeah. Besides uh, which character would you like to cosplay next? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, maybe um, Carlisle? Carlisle, I love him. I love Carlisle. Carlisle or Rose? Yeah. I like it because, like, God, I love them. I love both of them. I love like, them too. <laughs> Like, uh, when I was younger, I used to be so hardcore Edward fan, and then I grew older, and then I was like, no, Carlisle, Carlisle, my man, I love him. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that, because uh, my mum, who, she's not up to date with all, you know, the Twilight, you know, fandom and stuff, but she is actually Team Carlisle. <laughs> So every time he's on screen she goes oh <laughs> what <laughs> like mom <laughs> I don't like Twilight movies with, with my family because like when I'm watching like any type of movie there's like this beautiful man walks in my mom just points at the screen and she's like I want this town in Lyle like that I'm like Okay, mom. <laughs> oh, trust me, I do prefer to watch the movies on my own. <laughs> then yeah, I can. Then I'm I can... definitely going to scream at some parts. So yeah, exactly. And then I can have my own thoughts and be just like in my twilight little bubble. 
<laughs> and quote the lyrics as they are happening because I do this all the time. Like, God, one scene that really gets to me is uh, the proposal scene in Eclipse. I'm really like, oh my God, he's doing it. And then he gets down on one knee and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I feel like the entire cinema was just like proper fangirling. Like, just, you know. Like, like after that scene, I'm like, my stakes were raised, you know, raised so high. So high after yes. that. I'm like, I'm not taking anything less than that. Like, my and uh, shout out to my future uh, fiance. I don't know where you are because I haven't met you yet. <laughs> There's still <Watch> time. <laughs> this scene of Eclipse of Edward proposing Bella and then do the same to me. Okay, this is how I want my proposal. <laughs> That's how I want my proposal. And okay, I have to be dressed just like Bella. Okay, and you've got to be just like Edward. Say the exact same words. With the contacts, okay? <laughs> same, same, just the same context. The same, you know, even the bed has to be the, the exact same one that they had in the movie. <laughs> like, if, if you can find somebody who can, like, you know, <laughs> share your love for Twilight, then you know they're a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even if they don't like Twilight, but if they took the, their time to but read the book. But they tolerate it you know, for you as well. Yeah. Then, and just, you know they're a keeper. Yeah, because uh, I've been binging watching CSI during this quarantine. And Sarah, mm-hmm. she's my favorite character. She just said, like, apparently being married is you have to share the same interests as your spouse. Because she was using, like, I don't know, uh, football references or something. And then everybody was looking at her like, what are you saying? So, yeah, my future fiancé out there, you know, you have to read the, mo- read the books, watch the movies. To- even if you don't, like, just tolerate it, you know. Because then I'll love you forever. It. I'll keep you forever. I'll give you the love you deserve. If you just share the love of Twilight with me. <laughs> if you do. If you just watch Twilight and read the books. <laughs> and tolerate me quoting the sentences that, yeah, I'll marry you. you. Then I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really down. I'll marry in a heartbeat. Like, I don't know, we can go to Vegas and just get married. <laughs> I don't, but I have to be wearing Bella's dress. Like, when I was reading Breaking Dawn, the movie wasn't even out yet. We didn't. We had no idea how the how Bella's dress would be, and then mm. I was just reading the description. And I was like, "I want this dress. I don't know how it looks like, but I want it." <laughs> Speaking of Twilight themed weddings, did you see um, the Olympic Coven's Rosalie, aka Bella, her wedding? Uh, I didn't. She got married. Oh my god! I had to see this. Yeah, uh, she played. She 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 cosplays Rosalie for the Olympic Coven, and she got married to her husband. Like the exact same like kind of theme. It was a Twilight theme wedding. They had um, you know, Twilight music and stuff. And Veen was actually her bridesmaid. 
So it's like I love seeing that. I love seeing those things. This is what like, I'm talking about. When I say I want a Twilight wedding, this is what I'm talking about. It's so beautiful to see that people, you know, they they're still celebrating the saga, whether that be through weddings or just in, in anything that they do. You know, it's it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, this is kind of led us to our last questions because we are uh, almost one hour in. Um, okay. But what is your opinion on the Twilight Renaissance? I love it. I'm here for it. Everyone's living for it. I, I'm living for it. <laughs> As oh Midnight Sun came out in the perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> Like all my TikToks that are to do with Twilight have that hashtag, because you know, like I, I, I just love it. Yeah, Twilight's making a comeback. <laughs> it's it's coming back and it's strong. I mean, because yeah. everyone thought it was like it's just a phase. Like even my parents thought like, oh, it's just a phase. She's going to obsess with it, like for a few years, and then it's gonna die. It didn't. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> With a fandom as strong as ours, it's hard for a saga like this to die out. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I was sure that it wouldn't die out, but like I had until a couple of years ago, I didn't have like friends who shared the love of Twilight that I do, and then yeah. I found them during the Twilight Renaissance. So, like, like and- literally, I'm being blessed. <laughs> yeah, the fact that as well we're getting so many new Twilight fans as well, and like I've I've met half of my friends through the Twilight fandom, which I'm so thankful for, you know, online, and that's the the good thing about social media because you can like make your you know you can make friends with people who share the same interests as you. Yeah. Oh, uh, I met our co-host Ashley. I, I met her through Twitter. <laughs> Oh wow, that's so cool! Yeah, and uh, once I answered like a Twilight thread, and I met my best friend Maddie. She's probably listening to this right now. Shout out to you, Maddie! I love you. Like she literally saw me answering this long ass thread about Twilight, (laughs) and she just DMs me like, "I'm new to the fandom," (laughs) and we just started talking, and like. I love this. I love this saga. Twilight has given so many amazing opportunities as well, like with comic cons and you know meeting up with your internet friends. Like I this year alone, because I went to ForeverCon in January, I met so many of my friends that I've been online, like friends with online for like years now, and it's like it's so amazing that you you, you can do that. Yeah, me and actually we never met in person, but we do have this plan of going to. Uh, Twilight convention on Forks. Hopefully, when we when the pandemic's over and we both have money to go. <laughs> Are you talking about FTF? Yeah. Yes, I'm planning on going next year. If all you know being well, um, I've already booked for the flights and everything. Ah. So hopefully, fingers crossed that everything goes to plan. Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna have to make my plans because uh, I, I think I'm gonna be graduating from college. But whatever, I'm gonna postpone my college things. If I'm just so you can go to the festival. 
it's the best one like you get to live like for a couple of days in the city the the the, in the town that the story takes place and uh, by the way you who is listening to this please help us save you know cover cafe yes please help us you know one of the last twilight landmarks standing You know, we all want to go there, you know, eat the same yes. uh, vegetarian food that Bella ate <laughs> the first movie. I want to do so, what Mike Newton does outside of the window. <laughs> just outside the window, I'm just going to be like, okay, hi. <laughs> so that is what I want to do. I can do that. I'm, I mean, I might do. Okay, I'm gonna just play Bella and be like, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> this is this was really amazing. This oh, was no. amazing. I love I'm this. honored. Um I'm honored to be able to interview you interview fans if you want to be interviewed just go and file the form on our link tree or just dm us you dm us that's what i did that's what i did (laughs) just dm us or send us an email if you want to we'll get back to you thank you You so much quickly so like thank you for having me Thank you for for being here. It was an honor. It was an honor too because it, this is my first podcast. I've never Aww. been interviewed. So. <laughs> Very glad this this podcast we are making it by the fans for the fans. I love that. I really love that. I love what you're you know doing for the fans. I do. Thank you. It, it means a lot to both of us. I, I'm gonna tell Ashley when. <laughs> when we're done here but thank you so much you're welcome like just everything that you're doing just keep it up because you're doing amazing thank you and thank you for listening to this thank you uh bye bye